0: Hi, and welcome to the Black and White Podcast. I'm Denise Pass, and I'm with my amazing co-host, Micah Maddox. And Micah, we're talking about an attitude of gratitude today. I have to say it with like that little attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Are we chipper enough for this episode? I, I don't know.
1: I think I might need another cup of coffee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've had mine yet. This is a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're doing really good then. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> No, just kidding. Real (laughs) gratitude does not depend on our attitude or our mood. It comes from a much deeper place, determined by faith, not feelings. And it is not necessarily being super annoying by always being cheerful when everything around you is going awry. I love this scripture from 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, the English Standard Version, "...give thanks in all circumstances." For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You know, a lot of times people say, I don't know what God's will is. I'm like, well, there's one right there. (laughs) We cannot get away with grumpiness, can we, with this verse? It seems pretty clear that all circumstances means um, all. <laughs>
1: Ooh, this is a hard one. This is hard. But I love what you said. It's about our faith, not our feelings. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Because we, we let our lives often be driven by our feelings. And when we do that, we're going to lack the gratitude that we, that we should have.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all like Eeyore, really, if truth be (laughs) told. Inside, there's this like, you know, oh, it's another day, I have to wake up. You know, apart from the grace of God. It's true. It's true. (laughs) I think one of the reasons we struggle with gratitude is expectations Mm -hmm. that we have. At the heart of these expectations is entitlement and idolatry. I'm just calling it out, aren't I? (laughs) I'm feeling the conviction just saying this, people. But seriously, when we desire a certain outcome, and it might even be a good outcome, if that does not come to be, we can feel pretty bummed and wonder why. We are only human, though, and sometimes this life has some crazy turns. It can be hard to bounce back from. Right, Micah?
1: You're exactly right. You know, when life seems hard and it feels like nothing's going our way... How are we supposed to cultivate gratitude? I mean, it hmm. seems easy to be grateful when all is well, right? But real gratitude isn't formed in, you know, the high mountaintop every day. Woohoo, victory. We don't
0: live in that place of
1: victory all the time.
0: You don't? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, I will tell you, I mean, I've definitely had those times. If you ever have it where it's just a heavy mood on your heart, And you're just trying to push that mood off, and then something else happens. And you're like, one thing after the other. And it's like, really? And you just have to push through to gratitude, you know? But I think that is why God in His wisdom had Paul write that this gratitude was at all times. So hard. But when I consider what Paul was enduring, even as he penned these words, I'm humbled. Mm. The dude was under some severe persecution. You know, I mean, he's went through so much from shipwrecked to being in prison. And he's writing words like this. This gratitude acknowledges the goodness of God always. His goodness is not based upon our circumstances. We are grateful because we know that God uses all of these circumstances for our good and His glory, not because we might get what we want. Mm,
1: Denise, this is such a deeper place of gratitude than many people ever venture Mm -hmm. to get to, right? It's just a hard place to even really fathom.
0: Yes. And it's hard sometimes when I'm trying to, even in my ministry, share about the goodness of God, and you know you're hitting these Really hard things that take away from people's joy, right? Because if our joy is tied to things of this world, we're going to be discouraged and our gratitude, you know, monitor filter is going to go Mm -hmm. down. Um, So, our Savior modeled, though, this incredulous gratitude in the face of immense suffering that He chose. And I always say that because it is such a reminder to me when I'm really wanting to complain. You know about things that, mm-hmm. with joy, with joy, he carried his cross. Mm-hmm. Can we do the same?
1: Mm. This is so hard. You know, we recently came through a really hard season. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad passed away in April, and grief just swept in, and we're we're struggling through that and trying to overcome. <laughs> if you yeah. ever really do, I think it's a lifelong process. But then we finally got to the point of summer vacation we're like mm-hmm. yes summer vacation Woo-hoo. we were so ready just to take a break and we got on the road we were taking a road trip out west and we got on the road we got to our first stop in Ohio stayed overnight and my son he had a belly ache and I thought okay everybody's gonna start getting sick you know right. everybody's gonna start throwing up And the next morning, he was sick all night. And the next morning, we woke up, and he couldn't hardly walk. Mm. I mean, he was bent over and could hardly walk. I thought, ooh, this is really bad. Something's just not quite right. We went ahead, and we got in the car. He was able to get to the car, and I started looking up urgent care and, you know, what should we do? We got I called an urgent care, and they're like, oh, it sounds like it could be appendicitis. And if it is, you need to get to the hospital. Yeah. And immediately at Google, this is what we do, we Google uh, children's hospital, and there's one 15 minutes away. Wow, praise God. We pull in there, we go in, and... From the moment we walked into that hospital all the way through the eight day stay, (laughs) my whole vacation, (laughs) God sent us angels and ministers and he just sent people to surround us. From the first person that took my son back Mm. to the surgeon, to the anesthesiologist, people just surrounded us that were believers and mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine say, have you found out why God sent you there to who to minister to? You know, who you're supposed to minister to? And I said, no, no, no. God sent us here so he could minister to us. Wow. And he just surrounded us. And in that moment of what, what it could have been a really dark, terrible time, because <laughs> we were supposed to finally get a break, <laughs> Right. God just ministered to us, and we were able to kind of experience this gratitude in the hard, yeah. right, in the hard season, and even even my son saw it, even my kids saw it, mm-hmm. you know, they so badly wanted to go visit their cousins and to go have a good time, but because God so clearly blessed us in tangible ways, they saw the grace of God and because of that they learned gratitude in a new way.
0: Yes, that's so much more memorable when you think about years down the road. Hey, do you remember that vacation to <laughs> Yogi Bear? No, do you remember when God met us? That's right. And and I love how the Lord does that too. Sometimes when my car breaks down, like you said, fifteen minutes away. Mm. You know, I, I've had where oh, oh no, my car broke down and it's one minute away. Or, right you know, there. Yes. He's just kind. Yes. He. You is. Know, he is with us in that, and that's the difference. Some people look at that and say, "Oh, your vacation was ruined." Mm. But I love that you don't look at it that way. Yeah. You saw the hand of God, and He was good even in that. That's right. You know, He's just so faithful. Where are we at? <laughs> Thanks, your, your I'm going to edit that. <laughs> okay. Micah, this is such a beautiful illustration of what gratitude looks like. I remember when my husband was out of work for nine months, and during that season, God just filled my heart with hope. I probably was a little slightly annoying because I was like, oh, this is exciting. What is God going to do? I was like, look at the garden. The garden's booming. You know. But He provided for us in such amazing ways, true miracles, like checks out of nowhere and the things I took for granted mm-hmm. before, I was so grateful for. And was it humbling? We actually had to go on state medical because it was nine months, you know. And mm-hmm. But experiencing that gave me compassion for others. You know, it's how you look at things. And the little things mattered. Yes. That we just were like, oh yeah, we always get that. And sometimes in times of blessings, we do not recognize all the things that we can be grateful for.
1: I think you're so right. You know, sometimes when we have continual blessings, it can rob us of our perspective. So how do we maintain gratitude then at all times? You know, not just in the times of Mm. adversity, but also in the times of blessing when things are going well. Because I think both extremes can be difficult.
0: Yes. So true. I, I think about the verse of uh, the verses in Deuteronomy 6, 10 through 12, and this is the New International Version, sums it up so well. Our God provides everything. We cannot take credit nor think we, we deserve any of it. And when that provision runs out, If we'll just come to Him and thank Him. But here's these verses. It says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land, He swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then, when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You know, God had me read those verses after we had been given this beautiful home. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, you know, while I was sitting there just basking in it, I read those verses and was convicted that I want to make sure I don't worship His blessings either. They reminded me, though, of the principle of remembering We are a forgetful people. Gratitude is formed in part simply by remembering all that God has done for us, even when things are hard, and when times are good, not taking them for granted. What are some creative ways you cultivate this remembrance and gratitude, Micah?
1: Mm, You know, what I love to do is I love to journal. Mm -hmm. And, And when I say journal, some people immediately are like, ah! It just takes too much time. But my journaling would be unique in that what I journal is the Word. Yes. Scripture. Mm -hmm. So I don't write about all of the events that happened in the day. I might highlight one or two if there was something big. But I will write God's promises down in a journal whenever He speaks to me through His Word. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I do is... In my Bible, when God speaks to me or when he gives me a promise or answers a prayer through his word, I will write the date beside it, beside Mm -hmm. the scripture. And what that does for me is when I'm struggling and I'm in a hard place, I can open up God's word and I can see I can see visibly right there on the pages when God has spoken to me before. I can see when God has answered those Mm. prayers. I can see when His Word has been powerful in my life. So when I'm feeling distant or alone or I feel like my struggles are just too big, I can remember because I can see it. I have a record, right? Mm -hmm. We have a record. And I think that's what, you know, in the Old Testament where they set the rocks in place and they said, we're going to set up a place right here so that the next generation can look back and see That's what we have a responsibility, I Mm. think, to record God's blessings so that the next generation can look back and remember God's faithfulness.
0: Mm. You know, some people might be saying, well, you guys are both authors. Of course you journal. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, and I do the same thing. I write God's Word, something that I feel the Holy Spirit is quickening my heart. Mm. This is something I need to really meditate on, think on, Maybe write on. Right. But, you know, it's also this year I purchased a different translation because I like to think about, the, you know, just different scriptures in a new way. And I'm writing in it for my oldest daughter this year um, to remember things. And I'm just putting things that stand out to me for her. As I'm reading, I love that, and I want to do each child in the next several years. You know, so it's going to take right. me a bit.
1: <laughs> so it's so funny you mentioned that I started this this year, and I'm in a place where I've kind of been lagging. Yep. So this is this is my refresher today. Yay. I'm going to be renewed. I'm going to get back into it. But I bought a Bible for each child. Good. And yeah. I thought, you know. Even if it's not every day, because every day is a lot, and I've got
0: four kids, right? It does not happen That's every day. Let me clarify that. And, and I even have some pages that are blank. Right. just want you to know that.
1: <laughs> right. But when something's going on in that child's life, and yeah. God gives me a promise for them, mm-hmm. I'm going to mark that. And yes. I'm going to say, hey, God was with you in this trial when you were a kid. He, you know, my daughter, Madeline, she um, was diagnosed with Graves' disease Mm -hmm. in February. Right. And just two months ago was declared healed Mm. and free. And she hasn't had any problems. And it's like, when that kind of thing happens, we're going to go into God's word and we're going to find some promises about God. He heals all our diseases. You know, and some people I know with, with diseases and problems and cancer and those things, you may listen and you may be like, well, (laughs) he didn't heal mine. My. But He heals here, or He heals holy Amen. in
0: heaven. That's and it. for
1: me, that is the promise that I cling to. You know, my dad passed away in April, and God healed him on the other side. Yes. And we've got to remember those promises, and remember that God, He carries us through any of it. And when we can remember, it leads us to worship, which leads mm. us to thanksgiving.
0: Yes, that's that's so good. Um, being a worship leader, one of the favorite things I like to do, too, is to worship God. You know, you might say, well, that sounds obvious, but <laughs> that's for everybody, right? Right? Sometimes we don't feel like it, and we might be surrounded by people who are frumpy. But if we act in faith and start to worship God, a miracle happens. Gratitude is cultivated. Also, time in God's Word changes my perspective. I need Him so much. His Word helps me to remember why I should be grateful in the first place. And you know, even as I lead worship, I try to incorporate God's word because that is what has the power to change people—not me jumping up and yes. down or sweating or <laughs> singing yes, that's passionately. So
1: key, yes, that's so key. You know, in mm-hmm. the industry that we are in, mm-hmm. you know, so you're in the church leadership role, but you're an author and speaker. Yeah. And you know, I'm a pastor's wife, and then I'm an author and a speaker. And in this industry, it can become so self-focused yes. that we forget the power is in God and the Holy Spirit. God God's presence, God's word—that's where the power resides. It's not in us. It's not in what we do. However, it is in us. The Holy Spirit yes. is in us, but it's not about our strength mm. and what we do. So I love that so much.
0: Amen. You know, if I—if we're dependent upon upon me, you know, wow, <laughs> I feel right. sorry for my church. But right. you right. know, I do want to passionately worship God in front of them so that they can see that that I'm, I'm living. What I'm doing in front of them, you know, it isn't it isn't just a performance. Um, Right. Well, you know, Micah, Mm -hmm. one of the things I've been grateful for this year has been you coming alongside me as I began this podcast. It is it was a crazy season for you. And you hung in there and I am grateful for that.
1: You're so sweet. You know, it has been a crazy season and but it's been a beautiful season because this podcast has been, I believe that it's been God ordained. And mm-hmm. God has directed and led us to some topics that are really hard to discuss in our culture. And I think it's important that, you know, we shed light on the topics that are hard to talk about. And sometimes we need to bring up those topics and say, hey, we are the light. We need to shine the light of Jesus in these dark corners, right? And your wisdom and insight into these topics, Denise, um, through God's word is just refreshing.
0: Mm. Well, thank you, Micah. And it's—I think it's really neat to bounce ideas off each other, and also just how the Lord has led me, and then He'll lead you. And it's like He just brings it all together. He's so awesome, mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes things come in seasons. And this is one of Micah's final episodes with the black and white podcast, and we wanted to give you all a little heads up about that. She might come by sometimes in the future uh, sometime in the future to pop by and say hi, but I am grateful for her desire to follow God's will and be obedient to his calling, even when it means laying down good things.
1: yes, you know I'm so sad to be stepping away for a season, but I truly believe that God is calling me to a season of creating margin. And, you know, we all live at a very fast paced life, and ministry can get hectic Mm -hmm. and it can take over every aspect of our lives. You know, we are called to be the light, right? We're called to ministry, and this is a calling. I believe that. But sometimes, I believe that God calls us to slow down a little yes. bit. And that's what God is calling me to do. So this is one of those seasons of slowing down
0: for me. Well, I really applaud your desire to obey him. I know this was a hard decision for mm-hmm. you. Definitely. And you know, I just I'm encouraged by one, you know, I God has just put in my heart to support you in that and that there is absolutely just a joy in seeing you follow the Lord in that, you know, mm-hmm. though you will be missed. And, you know, we also felt it was important to share it on the podcast so there's not a misunderstanding. Um, sometimes tugs, tongues can wag. and <laughs> <laughs> This has truly just been such a see good me, experience. You people talk, Denise? <laughs> wow. um, I think it has happened sometimes. (laughs) Maybe once.
1: (laughs) Yes. You know, I want to be so clear. Denise and I are dear friends, and nothing has happened or gone wrong that is making me step away. Truly, it is God's direction for my life, and I have been called to walk in obedience, and I would be doing a disservice to the listeners and to you, Denise, if Mm -hmm. I were to try to plow through and stick it out. Right. So, you know, this is God's timing and direction for me, and I know that God will continue to bless this podcast and you Denise, you have my full support and encouragement as you move forward.
0: Well thank you precious sister I love you and you know I pray I ask everyone just to pray for Micah during this season that uh, as she seeks God's will that he will lead her and, and pray for me because I I currently have too much on my plate and so I need to probably take some of her uh, <laughs> her uh, insight here and seek the Lord as well.
1: So, today, the raw truth is that gratitude can be formed in times of difficulty. And the radical grace is when we acknowledge God's goodness at all times, He gives us grace to be grateful at all times. The real hope is that even though it might not look like it, we can be grateful because we know God is working all things together for good. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.